welcome to New Game Netcast, the official podcast of NewGameNetwork.com. This is episode 8 for Sunday, July 8, 2012. Today on the show, we are talking about FIFA 13 Ultimate Edition, Source Filmmaker, Camilla Luddington and Tomb Raider, Guild Wars 2 release date. Our article recap includes Game of Thrones, Dragon's Dogma, as well as a look to the future. News around the industry includes a guy getting fired for a Twitter stunt, European court ruling that users can resell digital content, Radical Entertainment being shut down, Mass Effect 3 extending the cut has been released, Sega closing a number of worldwide studios, and Sony acquiring Gaikai. Coolness section includes upcoming contests, the status of our website new, Portal 2 being given to schools, and War and EVE Online. And of course, we've got our question of the episode. Hello, the people of Earth. I think I'm ripping that off from some movie, but anyways. Well, it is uh, Sunday, July 9th. No, 8th. I'm off my day. See, it's a good start already. Yep. Um, it is the new game that I cast. My name is Alex, and I'm joined by Peter and Matthew. It is episode 8, so look at that. The day is just aligned. We've made it. The, yeah. the stars have aligned. Episode 8, on July 8th. Big milestone, episode 8. And, uh, Not quite. I'm sure we'll make it to 10. Is it is it 10 or is it, you know, silver for this anniversary? I, mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. And am I forced to put out afterwards? Or are we, are we okay? <laughs> what? <laughs> carry on, carry on. I got nothing. It's hot out here, finally. Yeah, up in great, great White North. It's not here, yeah, I heard uh, you guys are flooded. Yeah, it's interracial in England. Yeah, really bad. I feel for you. Lots of flooding. Has there, was it Newcastle that was pretty bad as well? And Liverpool, was it? Uh, yes, I believe they've been quite bad, yeah. But it's, really? been, it's been bad in uh, Russia as well, I think. Yeah. That's been well bad. But, you know, thankfully we're not in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all hey, I'll say for that. What are you saying? Welcome to New Game Netcast's World Weather Report. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it is summertime. Not many games are coming out, so it's been kind of reflected in the news as well. There's not much that's been going on. Most. Post three. Yeah. Both post three lull. The most exciting things that are taking place is like release game changes. Yeah, I think they back into 2013. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of anything that's had that recently. I think Far Cry just got pushed back to the uh, early December, was it? Yeah. Why? Any reason? To make it more insane. Obviously, I've got no idea. Not finished, or were they moving away from Halo or something? Uh, they're actually getting closer to Halo with that push. Because they? Oh. they were in September kind of the first big release. Oh, right, okay. Uh, but now they're kind of cramming in there with Halo and Call of Duty and uh, Hitman. So, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. But oh. now there's actual games in December. <laughs> yeah, going to be packed. Yeah. And Wii U as well. That's That's got to be coming out this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, I'm not sure when. Is it October? No, no. Well, they, they haven't said, have they? Yeah, oh, no, no, they haven't. They haven't even said it's fourth quarter. Uh, no, I don't think so, but everyone presumes that it is. Yeah. It'll be coming out tomorrow, for all I know, though. <laughs> <laughs> Little big planet carding. <laughs> what? It's, it's coming out in October. They just That's said. Who cares about that? Well, I'm not sure, because it's kind of like a weird position between the Mod Nation racers that they had and then they also had a little big planet 2 you could make the same kind of karting games so I don't know what you mean like solitaire or what or like would... top trumps what are you talking about what karting or carding karting <laughs> <laughs> it's like well that's it? play oh, poker with Sackboy yeah. yeah no it's karting yeah like Mario Kart what but like Trackmania yeah uh, yeah kind of do you, know what, do you know what came out before Trackmania? That, that was on the PC. But loads of stuff came out before it. But uh, Lego Stunt Racers. I don't know if you ever had that. You could build your own track in it. 
No. Is that so way back in the day? Pretty, pretty good. PC, you could install it to your, you know, C drive, so you didn't have to have the disc in. You could pass it around to your friends, <laughs> like a video of unquestionable nature. Really old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome game now. Awesome game. Speaking of release dates again, um, another game got pushed back. Sniper Ghost Warrior Two. Oh, I will lose sleep over that. You shouldn't have told. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be awake chewing my pillow. Pushed back from August to October. Alright. And PlayStation All-Stars also got a release date. Okay, when's that? October as well. Is it move compatible? Actually, I lied about the carding game. There's no release date for that. That was just the beta that we're talking about. Um, oh, the, the beta starts on the 10th. Um, is it tomorrow? What day is it today? Uh, oh. Yeah, 10th. Yeah, Tuesday 10th. Yeah, that's the one I meant to say. Release date is for PlayStation Battle, All Stars Battle yeah. something. Battle Royale. Yes. And uh, what who were the other characters that were put in there? There was Nathan Drake, and there Big. was. They they keep revealing more and more. Big Daddy's in there. I don't know. Fat Princess. Hi Cooper. The guy like from a... Killzone. The Hellgast. The guy from uh, Warhawk. Starhawk. Mm. Uh, so it's like a very technological burlesque dance in some, in some kind of way. <laughs> Where, like, clothes are slipping off one at a time. Wait, in what way is it like burlesque? Please explain. Because, because they're slowly taking clothes off. So, it, yeah, but, but and strip, strip oh, right, okay, okay. I see the teasing by Sony of um, the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least, but, at least that, that, that's how I imagine it. But aren't they technically <laughs> adding? Aren't they adding? But it's like this, it's, it's secrecy or whatever, and the goods are what they're revealing. So. But they're, yeah. they're adding. Yeah. Well, the, the <laughs> analogy kind of breaks down under scrutiny. It wasn't, it wasn't the best one. <laughs> but, right. you know, you get it. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Wait, are, are you actually going to get to, like, the news or what? Okay. <laughs> Fine. Jeez. Uh, Somebody's in there. We gotta start this podcast now. Oh yeah, because this 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 is like I'm just wandering in places unknown. Okay. In the news, these five December days, um, FIFA 13 gets an ultimate edition. Uh, source filmmaker tool has been released to special people that are in the community of modding things. Uh, Camilla Ludington is the new voice and character of Lara Croft, and Guild Wars 2 will be released at the end of August. Woot woot. FIFA 13, Ultimate Edition. Uh, it's kind of the same as all other sports games, I guess, as far as the contents of it is. They're just kind of throwing in some character packs for the Ultimate Team mode, and that's pretty much it. Is that is it is it how uh, how much more expensive is it? It's it's really like ten or twenty bucks. It's nothing crazy. Um, for, for more characters in FIFA. Well, for for the ultimate team mode, which is kind of like a card oh. collecting game, oh, right. where you you play characters uh, or your players are based on whatever you have in your roster. So yeah. it's kind of like expands your roster with like good players or whatever. It's always cheating, is it? For more money. It's a yeah, it's a big head. It's a head Pay start. Well, and, and I mean, that's the thing. That's how they make a lot of money with these modes. Because you can either earn the new players or you can buy them with real money. Um, so does it, contain, it contains content that's not possible to access? Oh, it is. No, it is. It just takes a long time. Oh, right. So it's pay to unlock the content earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, I, I need it right now. I need it on the day of release. It's uh, it's pay to dominate in the first month or two. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. Well, people pay. Money's yeah. made. Because it's there, Yeah, I guess. God. Impatience. Impatience. Must pay. I, know. I mean, uh, it's, it's okay because... Uh, in a way, it's okay because the content is still accessible by everyone. But it is kind of pay to win, which is... Cheap and yeah, well, you don't have to play that mode, right? Because, I mean, yeah. all the other regular modes, versus and head-to-head, that's all still the same and not really anything that affects those classic modes, you know? But this is kind of its own thing, so... Okay. 
side moneymaker. Yeah, let them eat cake. Uh, the source filmmaker tool uh, is, you know, in the line of Steam innovations like Steamworks and Steam Workshop and all those things. Uh, released to select people in the community who are, uh, I guess, famous with their modding skills. And uh, if you go on YouTube, there's a whole bunch of... Uh, <laughs> if you guys recall the Meet the Heavy Team Fortress 2 video... Oh. So, so there's now a whole ton of remixes of that video used uh, with, with the tool that were created. And they're quite hilarious in the things that you can do now with that tool. Uh, the Pyro one just came out as well. Yeah, it which did. Which was massive news to everyone. I've never never really been into Team Fortress, but everybody seemed to be uh, loving it. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is with that, though, is uh, everybody kind of agreed to remix the heavy video. Mm. So <laughs> there's, there's all kinds of actually pretty hilarious things that are already up there on YouTube. I've, I've seen the Spy one with uh, the, like, the dance remix on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, which was cool, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've so, seen the heavy one where he's talking about his gun, and I think it's been replaced by a walrus or something. Yeah, yeah, there's nice. there's a bunch of crazy ones, and I think it's, yeah. uh, it's a cool thing, the way it looks. I don't know how easy it is to use, because I don't have access to it, but... So what, the, the filmmaker lets you play with the the uh, video files, and... Yeah, well, you can, let, you can make anything from scratch as well. Right, yeah. right. So, it, yeah, I guess that's how they made all their cutscenes in the Source engine, pretty much, so... Um, it's is, nice. it going, is it going to extend to every game on Steam? I don't know. I mean, technically it can be, because of, um, as they said, it's been pretty much how they made cutscenes for Left 4 Dead and everything as yeah. well. Yeah. So technically, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, it's some machinima enabling tool. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Right. Although arguably it's easier to do and has a lot more flexibility than other game engines because it's only going to be used to teabag things isn't it in videos that's just usually yeah, that's, all, love head down. that's all you can do 98% yeah <laughs> whereas with this you can really customize it like uh, Gary's mod if you guys are familiar with that yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. it's kind of like you know taking that into a movie filmic yeah. territory yeah I think it's really quite interesting could lead to some um, good projects interesting work Camilla Luddington an actress who is apparently good at faking British accents or Australian accents, I don't know. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> well, that's that's the word I heard in the street. <laughs> Alright, I, I don't know what you're hanging about. But... <laughs> uh, she's the new voice and character of Lara Croft, I Wait, guess. When, when they say new voice, you mean in the Tomb Raider that's come out right now? Or the that's, ones that's beyond? In the, that's in development right now, yeah. Oh, right, right. The one where she's screaming quite a lot and, and moaning and almost getting raped. Yeah, yeah. More, more, more passion. More passion we need. <laughs> Take it again. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, alright, but wouldn't you, wouldn't somebody know that already? Like, wouldn't it be on IMDb or have they not released uh, it? Well, yeah. as it says in the news, she's a, prom- a TV actress mostly from uh, California and True Blood, yeah. I think I remember in Californication. Well, pro tip, she shows off the goods in Californication. So All right. That's a well, reason to watch. I say that on loop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, and... well, I'd be interested in the Tomb Raider if you've got more... Because uh, in the stuff we saw, there wasn't much um, interaction dialogue, you know, besides the, the grunting and screaming and stuff. So yeah. I think a, a true test will be how she uh, interacts with the other presences on screen. Yeah, in we have less seen much of that, yeah. moments. Whenever Tomb Raider's coming out, I have no idea. March 2013. All oh, right. It'll be interesting then because it's got a lot of innovations. Well, no, I wouldn't say innovations, but it's yeah, it's it's got the the same tricks, oh, but it'll be interesting. A lot of innovations. Probably the better way. Probably. Oh, marshes. Yeah. Well, if it's, if it's good, it's good. Leave it at that. Awkwardly moving on to Guild Wars 2. Release date, August 28th. Oh my god. Excited then. It's supposed to break MMO conventions, but we'll see what happens. The fact that it's an MMO without monthly fees helps. Cool. I heard about it, I remember hearing about that ages ago. It must have been about two years ago. when they Was that when they put the first kind of trailer up? Well, it's been announced in like 07. Yeah. 
So it's uh, been a long time coming for sure. But it's the no class thing, isn't it, or something? You don't. There isn't dedicated classes. You play with. Ah, uh, no, that has classes for sure. You're thinking of something else. Yeah, but it, what's what's his innovation then? Well, the fact that it's got no subscription fees and there is no quests, and it has dynamic events. Right, right. Maybe that's what I was thinking about. Uh, yeah, well, fair enough. It's been released. Yep. Okay. That's <laughs> it. No more news. That's it. That's all we had. All the news this week. Slow, slow two weeks. Plus the site was down, but we'll talk about it later. All right. We've got articles. After our E3 previews have gone live, we're back to posting reviews. And we have Sorcery, which scored an 83. Uh, Game of Thrones got a 45. Dragon's Dogma had a 61. Babel Rising had a 52. Lollipop Chainsaw got a 60. And just posted today, Baronicula got an 83. And Matthew's here with Game of Thrones. Hey ho. Hey ho. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones. Uh it wasn't very good. It was um <laughs> it was well, the best thing about it was its story. It was quite a good interpretation of the universe in terms of its storyline. Um very dark, very bleak, very brutal, much like Martin's work are and the TV series is. So it got that right, and um, it had some interesting choices that you can make throughout the story that really affected the way, the outcome um, of the uh, game, the conclusion. That was really quite interesting and well done. Um, but that's about where the praise ends, really. Its combat was dull, repetitive, monotonous. Um, it has a semi-turn-based combat system, kind of like... Um, uh, you ever played Final Fantasy XII? <clears throat> yeah. Kind of like that. Um, I mentioned some other games that it's like as well. I can't quite remember. So, Active Time Battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Active Time Battle, yeah. Um, but it's just really dull. It doesn't change it much throughout the course of the game. It has some terrible, terrible difficulty spikes um, <laughs> that really, really aren't very good. And it looks pretty terrible. It looks crap. Sounds crap, and <laughs> it suffers from some terrible slowdown in some places, and loads of popping, and blurry textures, and bad animations. So that's my summation of Game of Thrones. And where does it take place? Uh, it takes place, it begins at the wall, um, the big wall of ice, and then it goes south somewhere, um, I can't remember exactly where it is, but... Um, you go to a small village, I think it's somewhere southwest of Westeros, right. and then you end up going to King's Landing and one or two other places around around Westeros. And how are they imagined in a game world? Any good? Uh, the wall looks quite good, it's quite a good skill, but you never really get to explore it that well. You get to explore the small village at the bottom of the wall where the, um, the Night's Watch live, um, and the rest of it's just all kind of dull, brown, grey, monotonous... Nothing really fresh or new. I mean, there's a couple of new locations that haven't been seen in the TV series, and they're all kind of boring and samey. There's nothing too different, really. Is there any elements of free roaming, or...? Uh, well, you can roam around these areas freely while you're in them, but no, there's no real free roaming outside of that. It's not a big open world or anything. And what are characters like? Any familiar faces, or...? Yes, you come across a couple of familiar faces, like... Um, uh, Varys, Viserys, sorry, and um, no, it is Varys, isn't it? And uh, Queen Cersei as well. And she's obviously a bit younger, though, isn't she? Yeah, well, yeah, slightly younger. This this only takes place, <clears throat> I think, it's a couple of months before the events of. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, they're 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 probably the best characters in it. The rest of the characters aren't as interesting. Um, they aren't, are they not as layered and complex as they? Um, not really. The protagonists you you play as two different protagonists. There's um, there's uh, Mars Westford and Alistair something. I can't remember his second name. Uh, Mars is up at the Night's Watch, and the other guy's um, down south. Comes from down south somewhere. I can't exactly remember where. Um, but um. They are interesting characters. They've got interesting backstories. They are they are layered to an extent, but they're not quite as interesting as the characters that are drawn in the Game of Thrones books. 
I wouldn't say. Uh, what about the voice actors? Are they in there from the series, or is it just randoms? In there? Yes, the, the 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 ones that are from the series. Yeah, they got the voice actors from the series. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But uh, yeah, what's uh, what's the character arc like? Any good? Uh, well, yes, um, it gets really quite interesting when uh, the two protagonists that you play meet up. That's when the story really starts to take off and you start to learn more about their their background and their history and why they're doing what they're doing. That's quite interesting. And then like, there's some decisions you make in the conclusion of the game that really have an effect on the characters. It's quite interesting. But story-wise, it definitely hits some of the right notes and definitely hits some of the, the good notes of um, the books and TV series. But it's just lacking in all other departments, really. What about swearing? Is there a lot of that in there? Bit of swearing, it? but no incest, as you ask. Oh, man. DLC. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I was, just, I was just quite interested to see how well it did a representation, because as you said in the review, it's got, you know, it's not as if lore and background and everything's lacking. It's there. It's just. No, kind of... yeah, it's, it's already got the foundations there. Yeah, because I, it would be interesting as a Skyrim thing, but I don't think it's really the. You know that's kind of been done, but and it's you know I guess it's an interesting direction, mm-hmm. if anything. Talked about Dragon's Dogma last time, and now yeah. that we have the review up, and Evan's not here to defend it, so it's a shame. I, I was interested <laughs> to, uh, interesting <laughs> to see. I, th- I think sixty three is a is a fair review for it. Mm. It's uh it's you know it 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 doesn't add anything new, and it. You know, maybe because it's Capcom's, you know, being the publisher, it's, you know, I, I won't I call it dull. It's just uninspired, story-wise and environment-wise. It's like it's them playing it safe. Derivative. Yeah, it's it's everything you'd expect to be in it. You know, even visual-wise. But um, as as I said before, you know, my followers do not stop. You know, oh, this land is a verdant place. We might get aught of use from here, and it's that. <laughs> Every five seconds. I'm like, guys, you know, I'm happy you go and pick up stuff by yourself, but I don't need, like, the blow-by-blow account of how fantastic and green this area is or, you know, where, you know, armourers might might make swords and, you know, and we can rest it in. in. I get that. Um, but, but um, yeah, you know, sending new people out. It's cool to see when you stay at an inn and then somebody's come back and they're like, oh, my God, what have they brought me? It's a rock. Thanks, thanks for the rock, uh, guy. That's that's the gift. Um, or maybe you know, because even when I'm trading with people, I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not giving them the good stuff. The, the guy was useful for a while. Uh, but the, uh, another issue is if your um, play, you know, if your uh, pawn dies, yeah. um, it basically all your items get sent to the, your inventory, and um, uh, the per- the person disappears. But the thing is, I'm walking up a massive hill that I've been doing for ages, and ogres there, right? Knocks yeah. my knocks my tank off the wall, right? What am I supposed to do? I can't. By the time I've gotten back down to them, they've disappeared. So I have to kind of venture on with you know just myself because I was a rogue. So I was the guy who was oh. jumping on everything. So he's lost forever. Yeah, I'd have to go all the way back to town. But it's also the traveling as well. Uh, you you really have to walk in that game. Um, yeah. There isn't like you know quick travel. There's only these things called fairy stones, which are expensive. Mm. Which, for so, sometimes you know it's cool because you it makes you see the environment. It makes you go through different areas, and it kind of forces you to stay on level. Oh man, forget that business. I hate that in games. Yeah, it's cool. I liked my character though. The one thing that kind of annoyed me is that from the from the start you can't dodge, um, and if you're a rogue, you know until you've gained like ten levels, you can't find a role. Um, you have to acquire ability. So if you want to get out of the way of someone's, you know, rending blast, which catapults you into the air or out of an attack of a beast, then you're, you're pretty much, you know, there's no way out of there. Um, but, um, and, you know, and there's armor and everything, and it's it's cool. I just kind of wish there was more to it. But, you know, for a, for a first, you know, kind of outing, it's not too terrible. I've seen some... Um interesting combat videos where you can do something kind of like Shadow Colossus and climb upon yeah. monsters or something. How does that work? Well, uh, basically, what, you've got a grab thing, which I... This, this is what I do for fun in town. Sometimes my followers will be, like, following me across rooftops. I'll pick one up, I'll throw them down, see how far they can fall. They end, they end up dying, but, you know, it's always a bit of a laugh. But, and if you kill anyone in the city, the guard, like, take you straight away. Anyway, um, 
that's a good thing, uh, the jumping. Because, as, as I've said, if there's, there's bigger enemies like ogres and dragons and wyverns and uh, uh, chimeras, and, you know, you jump on their backs and you have to cut off the tail, then the head. And it's, it's a sense of epicness. I use that in, in you know, air quotes. Uh, yeah. That, I'd say, something that Skyrim doesn't have. Um, but, you know, Skyrim is a superior game. But for the kind of... It's kind of like people have said Devil May Cry meets Skyrim. And it is cool to jump on stuff. But yeah. I also get a lot of stuff in my inventory as well because everybody picks up everything. So within the first few hours, I'm, I've am i piled so many things on my back. It's like a, a game of medieval buckaroo. Um, oh, and right. and it's just loads of stuff that I never found a use for. Um, I got so far in the game, all I need is all I need are health potions. That's it. Um, is that a really annoying inventory system where you have to scroll through everything as well? Yep, and you can combine things. But, you know, instead of it being useful, say, you combine this item and this item, it's you combine, you can combine one of ten items with another one of ten items to get the same thing. Um, and they clog up your inventory. There's like, it needed to be more. But, and again, it's like you combine it to make this thing, which you combine with something else to get a thing, to get a thing, to finally get a health potion where you can just, you know, say, forget that, sell everything. And, um... Since nobody else is here to talk about their reviews, we can say what's upcoming. Because uh, we try to post reviews every couple of days, um, not to overwhelm people <laughs> or with our quality content. Is it like the Ark of the Covenant with the, with the content on the site? If you open it up, it will like kind of melt your face. Yes, yes. Go to pace it. So we got uh, reviews... Incoming of uh, Spec Ops The Line, Lone Survivor, yeah. a Lego Batman 2, and Brave. Oh, yeah, the Pixar. Yes. And Rainbow Moon, man. Don't forget about Rainbow Moon. What's that? A game. Yeah, 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 but what, is it good? What's, what's I don't know. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. What yeah, well, this is this is all actually stuff that I have on hand already, not like upcoming, upcoming. Right. But this is stuff okay. that's just waiting to be queued and pushed. All right, Jim, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not talking about like future, future, but I'm oh. like right now. <clears throat> yeah. So, some to look forward to. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. All right. News around the industry. Uh, first one is kind of interesting. <clears throat> a certain editor from a certain gaming website. Well, Ryan Perez of Destructoid, or formerly of Destructoid. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the info, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gets fired because he was apparently drunk and insulted Felicia. He was drunk. Day. Yeah, he claims he was drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he, he typed rather well. I guess, but um, as somebody said in, in one of the threads and a lot of things, Twitter, Twitter is responsible for a lot of PR gaffes and things like that. It's, oh, yeah. I don't know. I think with the kind of, in the kind of internet generation, you think. It's uh, so, so easy to make a faux pas on Twitter just to spill something out by accident. If, you, if, if you're that kind of person that tweets every couple of minutes, tweets your entire yeah. life. Um, literally every one of your thoughts comes out on Twitter. It's so easy to post something that gets jumped on by the bandwagon, Twitter bandwagon, and instantly gets pulled to pieces. I think. I think what's interesting is that, um, like, even a few years ago, like, I think uh, MySpace was about as uh, connected as it got. But now with like Twitter and Facebook and just basically the internet, it's like every single it shows people's kind of way of. I wouldn't call it idiocy, but sometimes ignorance, it displays that a lot easier than yeah. uh, any other medium. Because, you know, you sat behind a computer being some internet badass, you know, <laughs> to type in every brain fart you have yeah, um, exactly. into the thing. Um, yeah, he was kind of a douche, wasn't he, really? Um, he was calling her out for no reason. She hadn't done anything. He was kind of just saying, what is the point in this woman? Felicia Day, for those who don't know. Yeah, Felicia Day, yeah. And um, he said something to Will Wheaton as well. Uh, that was afterwards. Yeah, Will tried to intervene and to say, hey, dude, she's my friend, back up. But um, <laughs> it, it, it just reminds me in Zoolander where uh, Billy Zane comes in. <laughs> <laughs> you should leave him alone, Billy Zane. He's a good guy. 
you should listen to your friend Billy Zane. But obviously, <laughs> replace Billy Zane with Will, Will Wheaton. Uh, yeah, it, it seems pointless and petty to kind of pick fights over Twitter. Yeah, it was it was pointless and petty what he was saying. Like, there was no there was no need for it. There was no point to it. It was just him being kind of a douche, to be honest with you. Uh, but to be honest, I'm, I've never heard of him before. But not not that I read that much Destructoid, but was he? Oh. I, t- I think he was quite prolific in that community. Uh, I honestly don't know. I, I read Destructoid I, occasionally. I actually think he was kind of a uh, interim slash temporary. So that's why it was kind of quick for them to let him go. Because yeah. if, if he was actually a prominent guy, I don't think they would fire him over that. Yeah, uh, it was like a someone. Yeah, I think it's... Uh... I don't know. It's just yeah, you have to be so careful in places like that because it's so public and it can it can really blacklist you. I don't know. I think uh, as I mentioned, if he was someone important, I don't think they would fire him on the spot. I think it was a bit of an overreaction, but as you guys say, with Twitter being so important and relevant to PR disasters waiting to happen. When you say overreaction, by whom? Uh, by the community as a whole, I guess, because. The guy got like a thousand followers that are backing him up for free speech and whatever, you know. And uh... mm-hmm. well, um, I think Felicia Day and Will Wheaton's—they've got a lot of, um, you know, they've got a lot of followers, but they've also got a lot of, you know, dedicated—I'll say fanboy followers. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's what it is as well. You know what I mean? It happens if if any celebrity's Twitter, if somebody calls them out, then you, you'll get like a thousand people jumping on. Yeah. The person who said it, you know, send it. Well, the thing is, I'm saying he got a thousand followers, people that support him for saying, yeah, yeah free speech, you can say what you want, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. you can say what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> Unless Twitter deems some thing of free speech isn't allowed, then he can say whatever he wants on there. No, like, that's the thing he can say, and he has said. Like, there's no legal ramifications. It's just that he's been fired from Destructoid because clearly considered it to be like improper conduct. Which is fair enough. Like he, he was being a douche for no reason, and he is representing their company. If you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So just watch it. I'm gonna fire all you too if that happens. Yeah, well, I slander you off oh. all the time. No. Under, under an alien. <laughs> Alex, you're just basically a glorified boot babe to me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you do. If, if, if you if you just take you know the the cavernous cleavage away, then what what's left? You no. were at, you were at E three. You tell me what is left. Uh, I don't know. Smoking ass. I don't know. There you go. European court. And this is actually a big one. Uh, European top court rules that users can technically resell their digital content, which means your Steam games and your Origin games, uh, because there's no kind of license right to prevent you from doing that. Yeah. Um, so like a trading game. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of still uh, a lot of legalities to look at. For example, I think the way Steam works is that it's not even selling licenses; it's selling um, like a right to use the game yeah. or something. Uh-huh. So, so you, it, don't, you don't technically own the game; you simply yeah uh, right to access it. So yeah. I don't even know if that rule would even apply to Steam because they kind of put up all these legal firewalls, anyways. Oh. But still, I mean, it's interesting. Well, it'd be interesting to see how it pans out and whether this really takes off. Because it, one big thing that's keeping um, retail distribution afloat at the moment is tradings and yeah. being able to train your game, um, keep that money um, within. Even though a couple of weeks, as we discussed, the used game market, the console developers don't really want it there. No, no. But no. Uh, you know, this is kind of like adding used games to the PC side of things too. Yeah, I mean. One of the big benefits of digital downloads was that, well, every every copy sold is uh, money straight going to straight the, to the developers. Yeah. And this can, this kind of circumvents that in a way, which <clears throat> I don't know if it's a particularly good thing for developers. Uh, but the thing is with The Witcher got a lot of praise because that's basically has no DRM and things like that. And uh, a lot of people bought that game uh, properly just on principle of that alone. Yeah, that won back a, a lot of people. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, I used obviously I used to buy hard copies of games, but um, I think you know if you pay for a game, then it's your game. And you know if you want to give it to your friend or you want to sell it to your friend, then you mm. well I just can't imagine how it works in 
trying to put that onto any other industry. I know digital content is ambiguous because it's not it's not like a couch you can sit on. It's more of like this, you know, it's binary hovering yeah. in a state. It's not tangible, is it? It's not physical, so it's a bit of a different concept. But... Yeah, but um, I think, yeah, you know, why, why, you know, shouldn't you be able to sell a game once you've done with it? Or, you know, give it to your mate? I don't yeah. see the point. So uh, I, th- I think it, I, because technology is so new and like a digital environment that you've got people who don't necessarily know the ins and outs of it, passing laws yes. on, on, on how it should be dictated and used. But, you know, you really need to get professionals in it. You can't imagine, you know, me telling my mechanic how to fix my car when I don't know the first thing. I just know that I put my foot on the gas and it goes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, that, that's, that, you know, I don't have enough intelligence or experience we need to go to medieval times right where there was a head of the thieves guild and a head of a merchant guild because they knew they knew what they were doing yeah i want to trade three pigs for a copy of you know portal and be done with it (laughs) and i can do with those pigs and portal what i choose to yeah but the the issue is that um you couldn't duplicate pigs once you had them, right? Yeah, you can, man. Just get a male, male pig and a female pig and all the pigs you want. <laughs> what are you talking about? Not, you, okay, you know what I mean. You know what I mean, though. You can't... Like, you... Control-C, control-V. Control-X, get some bacon. Yeah. And ribs. You know what I mean, though. Like, if you buy an iPod, you can't just make yeah, another yeah. one out of it. Well, you, you wouldn't download an iPod, would you? Or you wouldn't download a car. Or, or you, no, you wouldn't exactly, da- download a pig. You wouldn't download a pig. Technology is kind of ethereal, especially data. Um, it kind of treads that grey area. I don't know what it's like. It's like, I don't know. I know, mind juice. I know, it's like an idea, I suppose. Yeah, mind juice. I don't know. I've lost. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, most of Radical Entertainment has been laid off and the studio has been pretty much shut down by Activision following the conclusion of their uh, recent release, Prototype 2. I thought that did well, though. Uh, No, not well enough, apparently. A bit of a flop at retail. Was it? Yeah, I think so. I had everybody banging on about it. I think even uh, some people gave it some good reviews, even though it wasn't particularly uh, groundbreaking. It was was good, but I think it's just a matter of not meeting uh, revenue expectations and... uh, Uh. There was an article floating around about how many studios Activision has closed now. A lot. Yeah. A lot. It's coming up to that. Yeah. They were probably one off on the Metacritic or something. No. No, I just think it's a matter of not making Shut it down. Shut everything down. 85? Oh, (laughs) six. Christmas for the kids in Hawaii? I don't think so. Send them coal. Yeah, so it's it's sad to hear, but um... it is a shame. I, I, you know, I don't. There's only so much emphasis you can put on profits, and you know, if you if in, I'm not sure it's the case, but you know, if you work to really stringent deadlines where you're being it's being crammed down your throat how this game has to perform and but can't deviate too much from you know what's normal and what's accepted, then you you kind of are boxing people in, and sometimes you can't blame them. If, if a game doesn't perform as well, if you're the ones, you know, kind of trying to control them for it. Not that I know Activision are doing that, but I know it can be in some cases. Mass Effect 3 Extended Cut, which we talked about extensively, haha, a couple of episodes ago, is out, and um, I hadn't bothered to reinstall the whole game just to watch. You uninstalled it. Oh, yeah. I got limited, hard drive space. limited hard drive space, man. Come on. That baby's up to two gigs now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I did watch all the endings on YouTube, though. All right. Did you well, guys have a chance to check them out? No. Uh, I, I saw on. one or two. Um, there's just some additional things in there, really. Slightly more better explanation. Yeah. Clear some of the issues and mysteries that people had <clears throat> left over from the old endings. <clears throat> Was was it's kind of like retcon in a way, but I can't remember. There was a, a maybe it was a prolific series where people were so angry with it they wanted the director to give them an explanation to what happened afterwards. Oh, I can't remember. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was Star Wars or something something like that. No, oh, I can't remember. Falls but yeah, apart. I mean, it doesn't really fundamentally change anything or make it that much better. I think. No. It the, the final cutscene gets extended to where you kind of see the outcome of every race, which doesn't really 
do anything for me, I think. I uh, was more interested kind of to hear... Oh, and of course, again, spoilers, but you have that little heartbeat at the end. Oh, of, yes. of the ending of, of one of the endings where you choose uh, Shepard uh, to have a not so f- successful fate, but then it's like, no, wait, it's not over yet, and then you know, uh-huh. fade to black. Yeah, I, I think the thing is, as we said before, you know, Bioware is not really that much an innovative as a story goes. You know, they, they write, they tell a good tale and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, they're not, you know, groundbreaking. But it, it reminds me of, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, I don't know, have you ever seen Cowboy Bebop? Yes, I've seen some of it. Well, yeah, it's, it's the end thing, like, uh, ugh, for nobody who doesn't know, but with the protagonist, it's kind of like that. People don't like it when things don't turn out, when, when you know, everything isn't smiles. But again, yeah. you know, it's not really a player's... But I know, it, I know, I know. It was more than that with Mass Effect. But you know, yeah, people got so up in arms because they felt like they were had some input into the, I don't know the the author authorization or whatever of the story in Mass Effect because they controlled some of the choices. So yeah, oh, they felt it felt more invested in it than they normally would. Like just, if you were being told a linear narrative, but. I don't know, it all seems like a rather pointless endeavour going back and changing it. I mean, they, they were slightly better endings, I've, I've watched some of them, but not really that much better. Pointless. Yeah, well, I'd never be happy for some people, though, I imagine. Yeah. <clears throat> but they tried. And failed, and that's what they got me in the mess in the first place. <laughs> uh, okay, Sega, again, sad news. I can um, tell you why, because they make terrible games with good IPs. <laughs> okay, let me just say the thing first. Sega has closed a number of worldwide studios as part of their reconsolidation and reconstruction. Please tell me it's closed all studios that are involved in the creation of new Sonic games. Uh, they were down the road. Which is not likely. Well, no, because uh, they, were, they were actually closing their kind of regional offices. They weren't really closing development houses. Yeah. They were more of a like, regional presence, I guess, if what have you. I don't know. Sega, what I know Sega for is, you know, they had an awesome console back in the day, and then it kind of, you know, even the Dreamcast had awesome games on it. You know, you can't you can't say that was bad. You know, it had Shenmue and, like, you know, it had Marvel vs. Capcom and everything. But somewhere down the road, I don't know what happened. Whoever was, you know, at the wheel kind of had too much NyQuil or whatever, and it kind of started veering off into, a, like, a, a field just, just full of just awful things. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame because they've got good IPs, but they just kind of ham fist everything. And, and like, just how many Sonic games? Yeah, they, do you know it's not so much being a dead horse. They've like, they've you know, vaporized that thing and inhaling <laughs> inhaling the ashes through a straw or a Twizzler. You know what I mean? Puking them up. Yeah, and then oh, somebody's baking it into some kind of sick Sonic pie. I don't know. Makes me hungry. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's like a, just a quiche of hate. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 a shame, but I think Sega kind of brings some things on themselves. And rounding up our news, uh, Sony acquires the online game streaming company Gaikai. I don't know mm. if I pronounced that correctly, but uh, yeah. obviously this will play big into their next generation of digital distribution. Um, they're gonna take over all of the network systems as well for uh, for them and yeah this could be interesting for game streaming for a big publisher as well I'd be interested to see uh, in what way that impacts the Playstation 4 yeah. uh, so it's basically just going to be like a server box which no, has, I imagine it will have both capabilities because Sony as a company I doubt they'll be sh- I doubt they'll be sure they can go 100% Towards you know streaming services as they stand because the infrastructure isn't quite there. In terms oh of- yeah, yeah. I don't think hard like the, I don't think uh, retail is oh, going away. That, that would send me mental on release day if if I bought it, slammed it down, and then I had to wait like two hours for it to download the first game I could play on it. Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, it probably will have the Blu-ray stuff and everywhere because because the yeah. success was because it had a Blu-ray player in it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, right. I, I kind of feel like they're just um, huge proofing themselves so that they're ready for when cloud services do become like, the norm. <clears throat> yeah, which um, if it was Steam-like, I wouldn't mind doing that from home if I could just you know do the download thing. To oh, say, I, don't, I don't mind at all. It's, 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 it's just the um, internet infrastructure. 
well, in the UK at least, it's got to get slightly better. Well, in Canada yeah. too, man. I mean, we're getting gouged here out, out the neck. It's really. It's because it can be so expensive as well. Yeah. Especially when you see stuff like Steam sales and they just, you know, practically oh, yeah. giving stuff away. Yeah. Or wallets. And the other thing is, with a streaming infrastructure, you could uh, potentially offer things without the need to have the hardware in people's homes. Well, they already do that, don't they? Well, by by that I mean like they could stream like PlayStation One games. That doesn't yep. mean that that doesn't mean your your console's backwards compatible, but because well, you can think... stream whatever you want. Yeah. That means and, you, can, you know. Yeah, see, there's, I've heard some rumors that they might be incorporate well potentially incorporate it into um, some of their Bravia TVs or ooh, yeah 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 on the TVs. Because if it's a you know a wireless controller thing, you can just pretty much hook it up to anything, can't you? Yeah, you yeah. know. Because you can already do it with the PC, uh, with the PS3 pod. Um, yeah. But oh yeah, and Gakai means I checked it out on Translate. Outside world. Now if that doesn't scream cloud gaming, <laughs> then I don't know what does. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think it'd be cool. But I don't know when we're going to hear anything about new consoles. Next uh, E3, man. Oh yeah, but I can't. Oh my god. It's, it, just please tell me when it comes out, there's going to be the move too. Because <laughs> many, a, many a sleepless night. Kind of what you mean? That that'd be pretty sweet. Awesome. But that's that's basically where where's it? You know, where's the next thing from there? Am I putting on a Tron bodysuit? Because that'd be pretty cool. You're becoming the motion capture for every game. I, I have the, I have the lycra at home. You know, so I will make it if I'm forced to. <laughs> yes, you're forced to. Yeah, but yeah, I think it'd be pretty sweet. The Kinect looks cool, but you know, I'd have to have some money burning a hole in my pocket. To bother getting it, and I'd have to ship a Xbox 360 over, so yeah, next time, Microsoft. <clears throat> Rumors, coolness, other news section. You got the, con- the contest. So exciting! Yes, yeah, so we have a contest coming uh, this week. We are giving away a whole full year of PlayStation Plus network membership. Yeah, it's big. It's it's bigger than big. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's it's probably our most expensive. Well, no, actually, last Christmas we're in a, a series of giveaways which probably added up to well over a hundred dollars. But uh, yes, yeah, so it's not our biggest yet. But this is pretty good <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah, because those are mem- memberships are worth quite a few, aren't they? How many They're, are you giving away? Sorry, Ten? Uh, one. One. Oh. Ten. <laughs> no, one. All right. One. Um. Yeah. Any so, stipulations for the contest? How are we going to decide? Well, it will appear on the website, and people can enter um, either on the site directly or get bonus entries by uh, following us on Facebook and Twitter. Right. Straightforward. And then also we have another contest probably a week after. We will give away one code for Minecraft on Xbox Live Arcade. Mm. Tasty. Stay tuned for that. And uh, while we're on topic of the site. Uh, as we mentioned in the last podcast, we experienced some big downtime. Things were dead in the water, but we're in the process of moving, and we're actually pretty much ready to pull the plug and make the switch this weekend. We're just waiting on one more um, kind of a final configuration uh, to ensure stringent security rules are met on our new hosting provider. Who is the new hosting provider? Can you let that slip? No, we can't. It's kind of okay. private. Okay, well, I'm going to imagine. A ma- it's, a, it's a major provider. Um, <laughs> oh. That is known for quality versus our previous provider, which we we can obviously reveal as GoDaddy, which we've outgrown, and they were never really that good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're moving on to something bigger and better, and, and, you know, it reflects in the monthly bills, let's just say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we should uh, we'll be ready to flip the switch hopefully today tonight. Um, it should be pretty much um, transparent. Uh, you guys will just start hitting the new web server without even realizing it because we've duplicated yeah. all the content. Um, so all we have to do is basically update the URL. So when you type in the URL, um, it's going to redirect to our new site. That's the change that we have left to make. And so, yeah, it's going to be seamless as far as the transition goes. And are we going to have a veteran actor? 
Anthony Hopkins flipping the switch. So I've heard. Is that, can you? Can you? Is there any truth to that? No, there isn't. It's there me. isn't. It's me. Oh right, just you in uh, a Hannibal Lecter mask then. Yes. All right. Well, exactly. You know. It's gonna happen. Fair enough. I will light. It, I will light a candle too. Oh, thanks. Are, are you going to put like um, I don't know ribbon across uh, your PC tower and then like throw a bottle of champagne at it like you would do a ship? No, that would that might break, that might break the computer. Yeah, but you know, you don't for want that. You don't want right. that. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah, that's the news for our production environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portal Two has been giving to schools for free to help with learning. I heard about that. Seems interesting. Uh, it's like a, you know, logical puzzle solving and all that. Yeah. Kind of just... But, um, like, you know, as people know, they've probably used it in a... And it's been used in hospitals as well, you know, for, you know, digit dexterity and things. But, yeah, any, any kind of way of trying to get... How do I get through to these kids? Uh, kind of way. <laughs> you know, it's all right in my book. It's always... That the Portal Two in particular has always been kind of a game that was cool to study. And uh, like you know, I've heard about yeah. stories of professors at universities actually putting Portal Two as an item in some you know video game related courses. Yeah, and I think it's but it's definitely you know it's got a it's like classic uh, obviously logical thinking kind of experiments, but kind of put into that new environment with new kind of uh, yeah elements of things. Yeah. So yeah, all for it. Yeah, I guess well, you're basically getting the SDK so you can make your own levels and all that stuff. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And last item is unfamiliar to me. As as it is me. Alright, same here. I've never seen it. You, you've never, never heard of Eve online? No, I, I know of Eve. I haven't heard about this war. Yeah, well, 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 you put the item in. You explain yourself. I put the item in. No, it just, it just sounded cool. Um... Obviously, you know, even Line is like a, it's a, what is it, an interstellar trade, you know. It's the most hardcore MMO. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> it's like there's a whole banking system. There's been like a fraud and scams and stuff before. It, it basically yeah. activates in its own little kind of uh, microcosm of a, you know, a community. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's obviously a war um, as well. But um, it's 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 just the concept that kind of intrigued me. I don't know all the hard details. I think it's two. It's a group of different clans. I think maybe went into another's territory or something like that, and then they're obviously gearing up to fight each other, um, but on a large scale. Because like you said, there's there's fifty thousand players there, um, you know, and it's it well, it's basically will it be one of the? I don't know. It's got to be the biggest kind of PvP player battle. Yeah, that's ever been fought, you know. Yeah. Like, wars have been fought with less people. Like, real ones with people with, you know, swords and stuff in streets. Uh, but I think I, I think it's just a cool concept, you know, that a game can um, get to that level. of uh, Because obviously, they'd, they'd have, you know, there'd have to be things like, you know, strategy, especially in a game like oh, Eve yeah. as well. So you, yeah, you, I think it'd be really interesting to see how it was actually conducted if you had, like, yeah. top-level guys filtering down commands and then... Yeah, the, the drums and the pawns. Because it'd be like you know, if you're on some kind of ventrilo mental server, you know, you'd have to be in constant contact, and yeah. like you know, with you know battle plans and stuff. I think it'd be like you know, you could make you can make an indie movie out of that. Yeah, know, it does sound incredibly engrossing, really. Yeah, but on on maybe on the surface of it, it'll just be really boring, and just people like look a thousand clicking mice <laughs> going off and waiting your turn in the turn base and stuff. But you know, there's a I think there's foundation there for something really interesting. But um, I I'm not sure if it's taken place yet. Maybe. And now nah, I think I would have heard of it. But, yeah. I think it's really fascinating that um, the developers set up this world. They probably never expected something like this to happen, but it's just arisen from like such a passionate community. It's really, really cool. Yeah, but it's uh, it kind of comes by osmosis, doesn't it? The more yeah. people that are in this environment and this culture kind of uh, flourishes. But it's cool. Right on. So, what's our question of the episode? Exactly. That, 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 that's what he's down for this one. Because I have no idea. Uh, we had some ideas last time that we kind of... Which was one we glossed over. Yes. Which was? See how organized we are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no question of the episode. <laughs> we, can, we can ask... Um, how should... Well, no. Uh, what's your favorite dish? <laughs> to cook in a game, exactly. Oh, I, God. I, I, I'll tell you that now. Okay. 
favourite dish in the game. There's loads in the Tales series you can cook um, food and stuff. But, um, yeah, because in, in Wolfenstein you could get, like, a chicken dinner, which, like, it was hot. Oh. And it, like, refilled your health totally. You remember, um, do you ever play Tekken 3? Oh, what was chicken. Force oh, mode, yeah. Yeah, Tekken Force mode. I never thought it looked like chicken. I always thought it looked like a brown sack of something. <laughs> brown brown I sack realize, of chicken. I didn't realise when I was a kid. I, ne- I never connected the two dots. <laughs> yeah, it, see, that, that was cool. Uh, but I remember because health power-ups in like the form of chicken and dinner, so it's been like in Final Fight as well, hasn't it? And I'm sure in things like Golden Axe and stuff. And, yeah. But I, but chicken is, is the quintessential thing when you need health, health back. Like, oh. beef doesn't really cut it, and ne- neither does pork. And well, I, pork in Minecraft. Is it? So we're yeah. we talking like the most appealing looking food, or oh, okay. those those pixels in uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah, they, they look delicious. <laughs> I'll, I'll have I'll have cyan number two six hash code four, please. <laughs> well, that's what that was. That was your question. Mm, tastes like blue. <laughs> that was your it question. It tastes like binary. No, you know what? You can't back out now. My favorite looking in-game food uh, would have to be everything in the original Sims. It just looks so delicious, man. <laughs> Especially when you're like starting to like when your when your Sim is still learning to cook, and you come out with these like green plates of goo. It's awesome. Like slurm. Yeah. Does it look like um, cartoon food where you have like a, a, a white blob? Yeah. Um, some what? green balls, which are clearly peas, and then a round <laughs> circle of ham or rip some kind of meat. <laughs> it depends when you're starting out. It just gets better as you like level up your character or whatever. Sure. And then, you know, after a while I just screw it and you call in pizza and the guy comes with a pizza and I'm like, God, I'm going to reinstall Sims. I know, that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember Sims because the best thing was, was uh, when you basically put them in a room, right, and then you put the oh, couch in, in front of the fire and then just like torched everyone. See... Yeah, you're just yeah, you're one of those players. That's the sadistic side. But that's yeah. what you do after a while, you know, when you get bored of John, you know, going to work each day and like I don't know. That's where you go every other day. That's a day of suburban life. Yeah. yeah. You go murder a neighbor. Yeah, um, but food wise, I don't know, there was stuff this stuff in uh in like Din and Dynasty Wars they had the the sweet buns. Uh your old you know, the pork buns. I don't know if you ever had them in real life, they're delicious. What about the Skyrim food? That's like meat and taters and, you know, That's proper, everything in there, yeah, proper yeah. Northman food, so... <laughs> and then you cook uh, it, and you get your delicious whatevers. Yeah, and stamina plus five, thank you. Yeah. Exactly just what I did. In, 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 in the middle of battle, I'll just yeah, exactly. eat a turkey like You pause and scarf down, and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, about the portal cake? Oh, yeah, but you, you never get to eat it, though, do you? You oh, know, it, it didn't really look that delicious to me. It it's like it's kind of like covered in like uh, pe- uh, some nuts or some. Is it pecans? Uh, it's pecans, got cherries yeah. on top. Right, yeah. yeah. And people, like people, uh, you know, made it in real life or whatever, and doesn't. Well, it it came from a, a cake shop. That's why they put it in, isn't it? Because they were always ordering stuff from them or something, and they decided to put it in there. The yeah. Black Forest Gatto. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty delicious. Um, I don't know what other games are. You know, it's usually health potions in um, fantasy games. What about what about the amazingly nutritious and clearly very filling herbs from Resident Evil? Oh yes, and you can find two herbs to get red red pasty thing. Oh sweet! What an amazing source of substance. Yeah, go ahead, just go walking through a zombie environment, chewing on like a weed. Oh yeah, fill me right up. And that's so good. But I mean, this GTA is the burgers and places, isn't it? Yeah, do you remember um, San Andreas? You get really really Chicken fat. burgers. Yeah, yeah. Constantly Rus- having fast food. Yeah. Yeah. Like clucking exactly. something. Clucking bell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I can't remember the name of the burger place. Uh, oh, something or other. But yeah, uh, GTA has always been good with food. Um, but obviously, there's uh, like sandwiches and stuff you can get on the floor in like Final Fight when people die, they drop sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that's how I believe when I die. Hopefully, when I die, I'll like you know become a gatto or something, you're, and, you're and, that, and that will provide some other adventurer with sustenance on their journey. Just how it happens. Yeah. You hope We're you all food. Drop some good loot. Yeah, you do. I will do. I'll probably that. <laughs> Just drop some good loot. Yeah. Do <laughs> power ups. I'm yeah. trying to think what else. Uh, I always remember the pizza at the start of Devil May Cry 3 for some reason. Yeah. He, There's yeah, juggling he while he's killing um, the mannequins. Yeah, pepperoni, I think. Yeah. So, so Dante likes it. Oh, and these are, uh, again. Oh, but that's kind of Cowboy Bebop. But I don't know if it was in the film, but they had a. The bell peppers and beef, which he never got to eat. 
throughout the whole. I know, man. It's that's how I feel. It got got me right right in the feelings. <laughs> All right. Without some of the fruit from Fruit Ninja. Oh yeah. Is it is that, there a, a squash game. in there? Squash maybe. Is, is squash a fruit? Yeah, it's got to be on it. Squash. Squash is like a family. Of- <laughs> family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, they've got some things to kill and fruit in there. Right on. Alright. Save that. Save it. Episode 8. The jaws of mediocrity. Out of the bag. <laughs> Please remember to visit www.newgamenetwork.com for the latest and greatest video game news and reviews.